The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona, and I am so delighted to welcome you today to the show. Uh, Whether you're listening to the live broadcast or whether you're listening to a download later, it's always nice to have you with us. And I saw the report this morning, and we have a lot of people who download this show later. So I'm, I'm just delighted to have you join us. Take a look, <coughs> excuse me, take a look today at the self-improvement blog so you can see a picture of our guest, read his bio, and read the review of his book. Uh, it's a really wonderful book about peak experiences, and probably we've all had those. Uh, you may not be aware of it, you may be very aware of it, but take a look at the self-improvement blog so um, you really know what's going on here. When I was six years old, that was a long time ago, my brother and I were walking home from a movie. And this was way back in the day when kids were safe. I'd never let my six-year-old walk alone anywhere these days. To get home, we had to walk around a steep rock wall where the street had been cut out. My brother decided we should climb the wall instead of going the long way around. Now, remember, I was six years old, and my brother was two years older, and so he knew everything, and I would do what he said. I don't know how high that wall was, but from a six-year-old perspective, it was really high. I got to the top, and I was coming up second. My brother went first. I came up second. When I got to the top, I couldn't get myself any further I was just hanging on that wall and I couldn't get up on on the ground and my brother couldn't pull me up and I was I was terrified I looked down and it looked like a long long way down my my brother went to get us some help uh, and it seemed like he was gone forever and all of a sudden I don't know what happened but suddenly I was able to get up on the ground you know It was like somebody just lifted me up. I looked around. There wasn't anybody there. But I remember how safe I felt and how comforted I felt. Just, I felt really good. It was, you know, I didn't know what it was. Uh, Just nobody was there. I've had several other close calls in my lifetime, and I thought that was a close call. It probably wasn't, but it seemed to me that it was. I was in a plane crash. The single single engine Cessna we were in was totaled, but we walked away unhurt, all three of us. I was in a car wreck. I saw the car coming straight at me. I thought I was about to die, and I was surprised at how peaceful I felt at the moment. But again, I walked away without a scratch. And both times... I thought about that wall and how I felt then, and I got that same feeling of being safe and protected. Um, And was that a peak experience? It certainly was to me. 
And it stayed with me all these years. I can still feel that feeling. And today we're going to talk about peak experiences, and we have an expert with us to do that. Dr. Edward O'Keefe is a former dean of academic affairs at a New York State community college. For 25 years, he taught English and writing. Now, that makes you nervous, doesn't it? A native of Niagara Falls, New York, Dr. O'Keefe is now retired and serving as a myofascial trigger point therapist, which is wonderful therapy. He lives near Asheville, North Carolina with his wife, Romella. Their blended family consists of nine children, 11 grandchildren, one great-grandson, and one cat. That's a spoiled cat, I bet. Ed and Romella teach various subjects, including emotional freedom techniques. They are ordained non-denominational ministers and love, love performing weddings together, and that's just so much fun. They are also available to give workshops on peak experiences. Ed is the author of Take It From the Top, What to Do with a Peak Experience, and it is such an honor for me to welcome Excuse me. I get my voice back here. Ed O'Keefe to the Self Improvement Show. Ed, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Irene. It's, it's so nice to have you with us today, and the subject is so great, so exciting, and your book is so well done. I, I just, I really am excited to get into it. Let's start like I always start the Self Improvement Show. Tell us about yourself. Who is Ed O'Keefe? Well, Ed O'Keefe is another name for me. uh, (laughs) I'm a very lucky man. Uh, I came from a beautiful uh, Catholic, Irish, French family in Niagara Falls, New York. I was one of eight children, and I had a wonderful upbringing with lots of love and uh, and people to help me. And uh, uh, I have been blessed all my life with wonderful family. And uh, uh, in later life, I went to the seminary. I was studying to be a Catholic priest, and I was a monk in a monastery for five years. I left that world, decided that it was not for me, and uh, eventually became a teacher, and uh, education has been my life for over 40 years. I'm presently uh, 84 years old, but I look much uh, younger than that. That's me speaking, and I'm a good judge of that. And uh, I have a wonderful life. You know, Ed, it is so refreshing to hear somebody say they had a wonderful childhood and a wonderful family. 
because so many people these days have all these problems that they blame on their family and the way they were raised. And it's always it's always nice to hear the other side. You know that somebody I had a wonderful family growing up too, and I'm so grateful for it. You know, for those who don't know what my official trigger point therapy is, can you tell us a little, just a little bit about that and a little bit about EFT so they know the kind of work you do today before we get into the book? Well, emotional freedom uh, therapies technology is often called tapping, and uh, it, we tap on the meridians of the body uh, Hope, uh, assuming that that's going to help any emotional or physical problem. It's uh, similar to acupuncture, but it is tapping instead of inserting needles. And you can do it for yourself. Yes, we teach others to take care of themselves, and we can also treat people who come to us who maybe don't have the confidence to do it themselves. No, it's a, it's a very powerful, effective treatment, and you're hearing more and more about it all the time. It pops up in mainstream talk these days, which is nice to hear. What about myofascial trigger point therapy? Uh, myofascial trigger point therapy is a type of therapy where... The practitioner, who is me, uh, works on the muscles. People come to me with backaches, uh, sciatica, headaches, shoulder pain, that kind of thing. I look for muscles that are involved because approximately 85% of all human pain is muscular in origin, and the muscles have what we call trigger points, Uh, perhaps like an accident, you may have had an accident and pulled a muscle, and without some care, it may not go away. The beautiful thing about this technique is that by pressing on the trigger point, we can often release that. And uh, this is my retirement job. After I retired from community college, I went to school in Pittsburgh to a college of pain management, and now this is my retirement job. Ah, see, that, and that's wonderful. It's wonderful stuff. It almost feels like a miracle sometimes when that muscle releases. Right. right. Because it's, it's, it's usually fairly sudden, isn't it? I mean, when the muscle releases and relaxes, the pain's gone. It often is sudden. Sometimes one treatment will be enough. And being uh, an educator all my life, my main job is to teach my clients how to take care of themselves. So and yeah, that's that's where the that's where the, a lot of the real healing comes in. 
when you, you when you can learn that something's tightening up and know what to do about it. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, you know, you you, you do some really I think really important work. Um, we're going to talk about your book. It's almost time to go to break, but let's tell people how they can find you and how they can find your book so they can write it down, maybe look it up while we go to break. Uh, well, uh, I'm on the uh, Internet. Uh, I have a website, www.peakexperience.com. Dot info, and uh, there they can find a review and an analysis of my book, and they can also find my book uh, uh, through the the traditional means of uh, uh, of Amazon. <laughs> Amazon is certainly one, and. Uh, What's the other big one? Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble. Yeah. yeah. And, I remember when we used to have to go to the library. Yeah, and uh, it might be in the library, but it might not. And I, I think I can't remember. Does it download on the Kindle? Uh, I can't remember. No, I do not have a Kindle download. Well, more and more people are going to Kindle, so when you write your next one, you'll want them to put it in a Kindle format, too. (laughs) It's time for us to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this wonderful book, Take It From the Top. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with Ed O'Keefe. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 
346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self-improvement show. Our guest today is Edward O'Keefe, who wrote a wonderful book called Take It from the Top, What to What to Do with a Peak Experience. Ed, you write about peak experiences. How do you define or describe what a peak experience is, or a PE, as you call it? Just, you know, what are they? Well, sometimes they're called mountaintop moments. You describe three of them in introducing this show. They are something that suddenly happens and we are suddenly taken out of ourselves. We often feel a kind of ecstasy. And peak experience usually are a very short duration, and they're difficult to describe. Now, peakers, what I call people who report peak experience, usually report that they receive through no effort of their own, special striking knowledge and understanding, like you suddenly knew how to get up that rock by yourself. And you also usually feel amazing feelings of love and oneness with the universe. Yes. And the universe has suddenly become alive for you. And they usually don't last very long. And when they're over, but sometimes, like in your case, you've never forgotten that experience when you were six years old. No, I can still feel the feeling. You were almost, we can almost be there back experiencing one again because they make such an impression on the mind or on the soul or however you want to describe it. You've been interested in peak experiences for a long time. In fact, when you were teaching, you had your students write about their peak experiences. What made you so interested and peak experiences? Well, I was a young teacher teaching junior high school students. This is grades 7, 8, and 9 in New York State. And uh, we had had a suicide of a young student in the school. And at that time, there were a number of uh, youth who were committing suicide, and everybody was all upset about this, of course. At the same time, I was doing graduate work for my master's degree, and I came across the teachings of Abraham Maslow, American psychologist, and he was the one who talked about peak experiences. He studied the successful people in the world, as opposed to Freud, 
who was studying sick people, he said what we should be doing is studying the leaders and the people who are healthy. When he looked at these people, uh, people who were achieving success, he found that they often and almost always talked about having peak experiences, these moments of great joy and of great understanding and of great oneness where they felt one with humanity. And he said, uh, he, t- he wrote about these, and I became fascinated because of this suicide of this student. And here's a quote from Maslow that really turned me on and was the occasion of a peak experience for me. He said, the peak experience is so high that it justifies living itself. Peak experiences can make life worthwhile by their occasional occurrence. They give meaning to life itself. They prove it worthwhile. To say this in a negative way, I would guess that peak experiences help to prevent suicide. End quote. So when I read that in graduate school, I just, lights went on in my brain, and I decided right on the spot that I would find out more about these things and would uh, become an expert in peak experiences. So from that time on, I researched, I studied, I collected them in literature and in biographies, and I started to make my collection. And I started to ask my students in writing class to write about theirs. And I gave them a couple of examples. And often the examples had to do with sports events. When, uh, let's say, a, a young guy was playing football and he went out for a pass and he suddenly looked up and saw the football as if it were hanging in space, and he went into a peak performance. And this was an example of a peak experience. So I would give my class some examples, and then they would write about their own. And the next day, the next class, when we discussed that, I would feel an electricity going through the class, and I realized this was a very powerful thing to do with students. And so that became part of my agenda as a teacher. Did you have students who could not do that assignment, or did most of them recall something that they could write about? Well, some would say 
I don't remember anything like that. And then we would talk about it in class, and as other students recounted theirs, such as you did at the beginning of this show, they would say, oh, I remember something like that. And then they would get all excited and realize that, yes, they've had that too. And some would not think, would, would say they can't really think of one, and I would say, well, make one up. And sometimes in the making one up, they would think of one of theirs. I personally believe that most people have a peak experience uh, or more than one. Some have them regularly. And Maslow talked about living on a plateau where you had so many peak experiences that you didn't even notice them anymore. Did Maslow think that you had to be at his highest level of self-actualization or that peak experiences could happen anywhere along the, the, his hierarchy? Well, when Maslow first discovered it, he thought it was only for these people of high achievement, of high development. But when he was a teacher at Brandeis University. And when he talked about this to his psychology classes, what he found was that it, uh, it touched the imagination and the memory of his students. And they reported having them. And well, I then, know I, and I then certainly wasn't self-actualized at six. And then they reported having more of them and having special dreams after they were discussed in class. So he realized that uh, he says in some of his early writings that you can't manufacture these things, that they come to you. But later on, he began to realize that by thinking about them and talking about them, you could have you could prepare the field for having more of them. Now, the thing that struck me in in the stories in your book is, yeah, you know, they seem to occur whether you're religious or not. Most people think they just come to people who are really religious or really spiritual. You know, they come whether you believe in them or not, whether you're educated or not. Is there some characteristic that makes you more open to these experiences? Or, or are we all, open, you know, are these experiences available to all of us? I think they're available to all of us. And it's very interesting uh, that you should mention this spiritual side of it because Abraham Maslow, the man who invented the term and talked about these studies, was himself an atheist. Yeah, I always have thought that was very interesting. 
And I'm just reading a book by one of the most popular atheists writing in America, Sam Harris. And he just wrote a book called Waking Up. And he talks about having a peak experience when he visited the Holy Land and visited the mount where where Jesus was reputed to have given the Sermon on the Mount. And he's an atheist, but he thinks that peak experiences and the spirituality that they represent are too important to leave to religion. He thinks that uh, spirituality is totally divorced from religion and that it ought to be. Oh, and that would be a whole nother show. On that note, it's time for us to go to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Edward O'Keefe saying stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you ever noticed that sometimes life just feels easier, especially when judgment of you or anyone else ceases to exist? What if you could function from that space all the time? What if gratitude is the key? Every time you are grateful for someone or something, a new universe opens up. What difference can you create in your life and the world from the energy, space, and consciousness of gratitude? Join us on Access Consciousness Presents Beyond Saying Thank You every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email 
Our address is the Self Improvement Blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Dr. Ed O'Keefe, who's written a wonderful book about peak experiences. Uh, you can get it on Amazon.com. You can get it on his website. You can get it on the self-improvement blog. I really encourage you to read this book. And where do you think these experiences come from? Are they a strictly right brain function, or is there more? Well, the right brain is certainly involved in the book. I devote a chapter to understanding PEs and where they might come from. The first theory used is Gestalt hypothesis, that we, we really pick up important stuff all at once. It's like you, were, you go to a symphony and you really appreciate the symphony as a whole. You don't necessarily look at, uh, you know, what the brass is doing and what the violins are doing, but you, you look at the whole thing. When you get a whole picture, it's called a gestalt, and usually a peak experience is like that. The second theory is that uh, most of the brain is, is uh, to filter out reality. T.S. Eliot said we can't stand too much reality. So uh, one idea is that the filters that filter out reality relax during a peak experience and we see more the, that was there before that we didn't see. Uh, so you're saying that it's already there in us. We just haven't been able to get to it or recognize it? Yeah, because it, it would kind of blow our circuits. If we couldn't live our whole life in a, a mountaintop experience, because we go kind of crazy. We can't stand that much reality all at once. So the, the modern brain research of the left and right brain hemispheres gives us a way to understand it. Uh, the, uh, the concept is that mostly it's the right brain involved and the left brain takes a little holiday, and then the right brain sees this whole thing at once and is uh, magnificently impressed. And the right brain deals with feelings. So that's where the feelings of oneness come from. Uh, one of the brain scientists had a, uh, a stroke, and she was able to determine what was left brain and right brain. I don't know whether you've ever read that book. Uh, I've, I've seen her TED Talk, which is absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's called My Stroke of Insight. 
and it's by Jill Taylor, who is a brain scientist. So she brings, uh, through her experience, we can understand how peak experiences happen more fully than we could before. And the amazing thing is, Irene, that more and more people are experiencing peak experiences. Some of them are near-death experiences, and some of them are called out-of-body experiences. But they're all fit under the umbrella of these unusual and majestic uh, periods when we are taken out of our ordinary consciousness and we are exposed to a much greater reality than we can comprehend. And so after it's over, we have great difficulty explaining it. And we say, well, I'll try to explain it the best I can, but it's very difficult to explain, for example, an out-of-body experience. So I collected about uh, 90 of these experiences, and I put them into the book and tried to explain them and categorize them based on what people told me. And usually what people told me is that these experiences, besides being beautiful and joyful, made a, often made a profound difference in the person and sometimes gave the person a whole new lease on life and sometimes gave the person a new profession and a way, just like in my case, when I came across Abraham Maslow's quote, it turned my attention from that time on for, and I've been studying peak experiences for 60 years which is a pretty profound change. That's quite a profound change, and it brings up a lot more questions. Um, I mean, the one question that popped into my mind, uh, why do you think we're having so many more of them? Are we having more of them, or are we just able to reach more people with our story, uh, or have it, are we changing so that more of us are having it. What's going on here? <laughs> I think the answer is a combination of all of these things. I think evolution is speeding up. And, for example, the Internet, which didn't exist, you know, 30, 40 years ago, now uh, allows people from all over the world to communicate with each other in a a cheap and easy way. So uh, as more and more people are exposed 
through the ideas of peak experience, they open up. They open up their own mind. They become more open-minded, and so uh, I believe that peak experiences. There's no doubt that they are increasing. Every poll, every Gallup poll, uh, says that more and more people, uh, some 60% of Americans, have had or report that they've had some kind of religious experience. Now, they usually take a peak experience and put it in religious terms. And part of the reason for that, psychologists tell us, is they don't have any other terminology. So when you have one of these exalted states and you live in it for even 10 minutes, you might consider uh, some kind of religious experience. And some people report seeing angels or seeing visions or seeing Jesus. But in uh, India, they would report seeing Buddha. Uh, Depending on their background, they would often use religious terminology because they don't know how else to say it. And often... uh, the occasions for peak experiences are indeed religious, are maybe reading the Bible, uh, maybe uh, listening. Music is a great trigger for peak experiences. What kind of music? All kinds of music. Whatever you like and whatever is exalting, we say if you want to cultivate the field for peak experiences, by all means, enjoy the music that you like and enjoy the, the biggest factor in peak experiences is nature, is the scenes from nature or, let's say, the birth of a child or looking at a child or even looking at an a newborn animal, and feeling the awe of this of this thing, and often we will be transported into a peak experience if we allow it. Ah, uh, that's the key, isn't it? If we allow it. Well, what one part of the book is how you can create the climate for it. One thing to do is to ask for them to come to you. And it reminds one of the adage in the New Testament, ask and you shall receive. Uh, Merely asking and opening your mind for this beautiful and uh, progressive, I mean, these things uh, do not hurt you. They, They just exalt you to an nth degree. And uh, uh, one important factor is to remember your past experiences, write them down, 
keep a, a notebook of them. And not only will you remember more of them from your childhood, from a lot of them are affect children. And I have a chapter in the book where out of the mouth of babes we can find many peak experiences. On that note, Ed, it's time for us to take a break. We'll be right back with more because there's so many questions, so stay tuned. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Ed O'Keefe, who's written this wonderful book called Take It From the Top, What to Do with a Peak Experience. I haven't found anything quite like this before. It's, it's scholarly. It's heartfelt. It's all of the things that make a really great read. And probably all of you can identify with some part of it and remember experiences that you've had uh, that you may have forgotten or that are just, you know, way down in your memory. I, I just, it's just a wonderful book. Ed, we're on the last lap. Um, you know, one of the questions I really want to ask is, 
What's the importance of a peak experience? Do they serve a purpose? Well, the first, the first part of the purpose is the exaltation of the individual. Uh, Maslow called it uh, a, a way to understand the farther reaches of human nature. We do not know and appreciate how special we are as a race. And the peak experience, once you've had one of these, just like it's the antidote to suicide, you realize what a special individual you are. And the second purpose, in my view, having studied it so long, is that it's speeding up the process of evolution. That evolution is speeding up because mankind has to change. He has to grow. He or he and she has to grow uh, beyond. I think we're at a nearly point when we're going to have a jump in our consciousness. I was going to ask you, are you talking about a raise in consciousness? A raising of consciousness. A raising of the human consciousness. And I think that all these many thousands of peak experiences that are going on are going to produce this. Evolution works little by little, and then there's a sudden leap. And I think we're very close to that leap. And I think that's why peak experiences are coming to the fore. Are we having more of them because our consciences are being raised? Or are our conscious, or is it the other way around? I it's think it's and- both. It's both and. It's like a wonderful circle. We're having more of them, and then more is in the ethers, so to speak, is in the consciousness, is in the collective unconscious, as Jung put it. And so we're having more individuals having them. You, know, you made a point in the book about the children today. You know, it's a struggle for me to use a computer. And, and, and I don't even begin to understand programming and writing code. And I just does, it just I can't fit into my imagination. But my grandson can pick up anything and use it. If it's electronic, he can use it. And he's only 10 years old. Is this the kind of evolution that we're going to see more of, uh, this kind of thing, that the children yes. coming in are way yes. advanced in some areas? Yes, uh, I think that's exactly true. And the, some of the children coming in are showing signs of quite genius uh, abilities. Yes. We're going to a concert on Saturday where a young man is just a piano master far beyond his years and far beyond his training. And I think that this is becoming more and more common as we proceed in our evolutionary path. Are there other things that we can expect, you know, I I think of my sons who are in their 40s. I'm almost as old as you are. 
Um, they're in their 40s. So they're certainly going to see more of the changes than we will. What, what do you see that they'll be experiencing that we have not? I don't have really any idea, but I have an immense hope, and that's what I would like to leave with your listeners. The human race is on a wonderful path, and there are wonderful changes going on. Uh, Our media is impressed, and it seems like it's focused on the negative. You noticed. (laughs) There are many wonderful things going on and wonderful children being born and being raised. And part of it is the Internet and uh, the evolutionary uh, uh, thrust of new ideas and new consciousness. So there's... We are creating a new world, and one of the signs of it is the increasing number of these peak experiences. And so you're telling people, you know, the media is giving you one picture, the the negative picture, but there's a whole area of positivity that's going unnoticed or unrecognized or unreported. Right. And we need to practice appreciation and gratitude. That's one of the keys as to how you can create the climate for peak experiences. And that's very powerful. If you start your day with a little meditation and a period of just being grateful for all the, everything you can think of, you know, just write it down or say it out loud. Yes, in, makes indeed, a total difference. There's all kinds of evidence that this expression of gratitude opens up the mind. And the more the mind is open to growth, the only passion, uh, the passion for growth is the key to evolutionary uh, trajectory. Fantastic. Ed, we're right at the end of the show. It's time that we're going to have to say goodbye. I am so grateful for you and for your book. I thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate you, and I appreciate the show. Thank you so much. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Ed O'Keefe, saying thank you so much for being with us today. Come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.